Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. Tonight uh, is going to be a very, very important show. This is continuing my Do Something campaign. Do something. Everybody has to do something. This is what I'm doing. In fact, this is what a lot of people need to be doing. Let me bring on Dino first, and then I'll tell you who our guest is going to be. Where is Dino? Let's see. Dino is right there. Let's turn up his volume. He's got a quick, quick uh, intro for Dino this evening. This is like three weeks in a row. I know. Hang on. Your intro. We need your intro. You make me feel so young. That's a wonderful intro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happens whenever I bring you on. It's probably not you. It's anybody I bring on. It doesn't matter. I'll figure it out later. We've got everything working. How are you, sir? How was your week this week? Great. Had a good week. You had a good week. That is good. Very boring. Very boring? Mm-hmm. Next week, so everybody knows, we're having DJ LSB Vapes. Have you seen him? No. DJ LSB Vapes, before we bring in our guest, DJ LSB Vapes does these reviews, okay? You think P. Busardo does a detailed review? Ha! He is nothing compared to DJ LSB Vapes. This guy does the most detailed reviews I've ever seen in my life, and his video quality is better than any video review I've ever seen from a reviewer in the seven years I've been watching reviews. It's incredible. He, his reviews are unbelievable. And he doesn't go on for two hours with his reviews. I mean, they're, they're just, it, they're really, really good. You look them up throughout the week, uh, Dino, DJ LSB Vapes. He does okay. like a review of the uh, K-Box 200. I mean, this guy tears the whole thing apart to pieces. He explains what every little thing does. He was like doing the temperature control testing, and it was like at 400, it was showing like 1,000 degrees. I mean, <laughs> he's like, Kanger won't even send him anything anymore because he's too detailed. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, you know, he speaks kind of, I don't know where he's from. He speaks kind of broken, broken English, but you can understand him. He's, a, he's a, his reviews and his video quality, oh my God unbelievable so we're having him on next week we're gonna have dj i know some of you out there must know who dj lsb vapes is because he has a ton of followers a lot so we're gonna have him on next week and that's going to be fun this week we're gonna make it short and sweet before i bring on our guest real quick i did see the samantha b piece um i know you saw it dino yeah i saw it. yes i saw the vaping piece on samantha b now is it funny yeah you can't not laugh. It's funny, okay? We were there. That's the event Dino and I were at. That was mm-hmm. at Foxwoods. Um, and that's uh, we, we saw her walking around. I don't know who she was, but now I know. She was sent by Samantha B. to walk around and interview vapors and make fun of them. Now, yeah, it's funny. You watch it, and it's funny. But after I'm done watching it and I'm done laughing, I'm horrified. Ashamed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed and horrified because everybody understands that's what people – think we are people who know nothing about us and hear about these vapors that's who they think we are that's scary that's terrible that's absolutely terrible so i know people like oh you can't take a joke yeah i it is it's funny i took the joke i get it ha ha but then after when that people think that's us and that's absolutely frightening it's absolutely frightening uh hang on a second 
before I bring on my guest, we have a call. Someone says that Richard Blumenthal is on the phone. Why would Richard Blumenthal be on our phone? Hang on. Let me answer this. Mr. Blumenthal, how are you, sir? I'm well, thank you. Oh, my God, it's Richard Blumenthal. Thank you for calling in. What would you like? Uh, what would you like? I mean, wh- why are you calling my show? We have learned something very important since the days that I served in Vietnam. You served in Vietnam? Serving in the United States military gave me a perspective as well, even in the reserves, although I did not serve in Vietnam. So you didn't serve in Vietnam. Hello? He hung up. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> that was weird. Okay, that was Richard Blumenthal, everybody. Anyway, let's move on. So, Dino, so you understand, too. Richard Blumenthal has been senator for, I, I don't know, maybe four or five years, for a while now, okay, before he was attorney general. He has been in the state of Connecticut involved in politics for 30 years. He has been untouchable for 30 years. So now you understand, Dino, because I know everybody else understands, Richard Blumenthal is the worst anti-vaping senator in the United States. In the United States. You know how they want to uh, uh, ban uh, e-cigarettes on planes? That's yes. Rich, that's Richard Blumenthal. He's the one that brought up that amendment. He, I mean, I have art. He has been such an enemy of vaping and going after us for years and years and flavors, and they're targeting children. He is doing everything in his power to ensure that this regulation is going to regulate us out of existence and that we go away. He is the most anti-vaping senator in the United States, and everybody out there that follows this knows that. He is the worst, the absolute worst. So... He's up for re-election this year. Here's what we did, Dino. We we found out who his opponent was, who's running against him, who's the gentleman on hold that's going to come on with us in just a second. His name is Dan Carter. And we met with him last week, and we spoke with him. And uh, we we both have the same thing in common. We want Dick Blumenthal gone. And we explained to him who we are. We're single-issue voters. You know, we, we can get vapors together. Uh, we, we're supporting him all the way. Anything he needs, I'm going to have a fundraiser for him. He is going to beat Dick Blumenthal. You want to know why he's going to beat him this year? Because vapors are going to support him. And I'll explain why it's so important that all of us across the country support him. Because it's not just people in Connecticut. He is affecting all of us across the country with what he's doing. He's a U.S. Senator, Dick Blumenthal, and he's extremely dangerous. And we need to support Dan Carter. Hang on, let me bring him on. I see that he is on hold. Mr. Carter, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Glad to be on. I am happy that you came on. Number one, I am happy that you met with us. Uh, I've been preaching to vapors for I don't know how long now that they need to find out who the anti-vaping senators, congressmen, uh, politicians are. This is an election year and reach out to their opponents and say, we support you. Explain who we are, what we're doing. And if they're on board and they understand vaping and they understand that these products are keeping us off cigarettes and these are life-saving products and that we're not targeting children with flavors and everything else that and they're on board with us support those candidates our biggest thing we have right now is it's an election year and we can vote so i want to thank you for sitting down with us and listening to us 
And Dan Carter understands what we're doing. He's for what we're doing. And the biggest thing Mr. Carter and I have in common is Dick Blumenthal's got to go. He has got to go. And Dan is the man that can do it. Now, I, but before we get into this, I just want to kind of get a history. When did you get involved in politics, Mr. Carter? Well, I, uh, I, I ran for a state rep seat in Connecticut in 2010. I defeated a two-term incumbent. So I've, I've served my third term in the state legislature here in Connecticut. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been a great road. You know, I, it's a part-time gig for us. And we have a, you know, I've had a day job all this time. Um, but what was interesting when you came to me and asked about this, uh, it was something that I'd actually been interested in, you know, a number of years ago. Actually, last year in Connecticut, they pushed through a bill, you know, trying to give uh, e-cigarettes the same, you know, as tobacco, the same legislation. And I voted against it. Yes. And uh, so when you came along, it was uh, not it was not a difficult task for me because uh, what I appreciated was you called attention to what the fact that Blumenthal's been doing, because I, I really didn't realize how bad he was on this. He is the worst out of any United States senator in the country. He really is. And, you know, they've we we we, we do have a uh, chapter of stores that get together. We do go to every health committee hearing. And speaking of a health committee hearing, I just want to play you this clip real quick, uh, Mr. Carter. This is what we have to deal with so you understand. I believe this was last year, or either that or the year before, and they were discussing, I think it was maybe a flavor ban. But here, listen to this. This is, this is what we have to deal with. This is from a health committee hearing in Connecticut. Representative Sayers. Thank you. Um, where does nicotine come from? It comes from tobacco plant. So then... Anything that has nicotine in it would be a tobacco product? Uh, no, I disagree. Why not? Because it's the delivery system. And again, um, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about nicotine. Where does nicotine come from? The tobacco plant. So therefore it is a tobacco Tomatoes. product. It comes from actually a lot of different sources. But it's primary and only sources tobacco. So therefore no, anything containing that's not nicotine correct. is a tobacco that's product. Not, that's not an accurate statement. It comes from other sources. You better check. The, this is what we <laughs> this is what we have to deal with. <laughs> oh, you know, you, they, they say never let the truth get away of a good story, right? Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. So, I mean, and, but in all fairness, we do have some of the health committee members that are on our side. They do understand this, and uh, you know, they they've actually helped us along the way. So, I I think we've been pretty lucky when it comes to you know legislation i mean they do seem willing to sit down with us and talk with us and kind of come to a compromise which is good i don't know how long that's going to last uh with the fda regulations that that have come out you know that have come out now and you know uh mr carter it's not just blumenthal i mean we 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 have so much against us we have the fda against us for example uh the fda was on or her name, where's her name? Jeannie Ross. Jeannie Ross is a spokesperson for the FDA Tobacco. She was on a talk radio show, uh, I think it was about a week ago in Texas, and they were talking about the regulations. And, and I know you're aware of the current FDA deeming regulations that came out, how they're pretty much going to kill 99% of the industry. And uh, now this is a spokesperson from FDA Tobacco. He was talking to her about it, and this is what she said. Listen to what she said. Scientific data, they're saying that this is so onerous that this is going to drive them out of the business. 
it's important to remember that we're talking about products that kill people. These are products that contain nicotine that is highly addictive, whether it comes from an e-cigarette, hookah, cigarette, cigar. She said e-cigarettes kill people. Never once has a person uh-huh. died from using an e-cigarette, but she said they kill people. We've got a big uphill battle. <laughs> we really do. And well, yeah. yeah. And Senator Blumenthal you, you is do, doing nothing they, to help us. Well, well listen, people like, people like Dick Blumenthal, they get elected and they stay in office by justifying their job. And they justify their job from you know, coming out and protecting you from something or you know, making, making something the boogeyman that they have to protect you from. And, you know, with e-cigarettes and vaping, I mean, this is one of those areas, because it's nicotine, that's very easy to go in and, you know, make you the boogeyman and say, well, you know, we're protecting the children, and it's for the children. When, you know, they, they conveniently forget the fact that, you know, since 2011, smoking rates have been on the decline among children. And, yes, the, the rates of use of e-cigarettes has gone up. But, you know, I, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world when you think of the fact that, you know, Cigarettes are what are killing people. Yes. Cigarettes are what's killing people. I've had family members die from smoking. And, you, you know, yes, I, I don't want kids to be you know, getting into the habit of using nicotine. I understand that. But I think they're, they're making a huge stretch. And, again, they're, they're creating what I would call the boogeyman uh, just to go after an industry and demonize you. When at the end of the day, you know, what I've seen, and I've seen the data, that, you know, looking at the decline in smoking – you know, vaping and e-cigarettes have done a good thing for our society. So, you know, now I think this has just become a payback for big tobacco. You know, by, by driving out the small business, big tobacco could come in and run this. And, um, you know, I think it's a sham. Absolutely. In fact, uh, R.J. Reynolds, uh, I, saw an, I saw an article, uh, it was either today or yesterday, I think it was yesterday, uh, where they said that they were happy with the current deeming regulations, and they would have no problem working with the FDA and getting their products passed. Well, of course they wouldn't. They've got billions of dollars. They'll, they'll very easily be able to get their products through, and that's what they want. They're not our friends. You know, they are. They want us gone. They want us gone just as much as Dick Blumenthal does. Uh, apparently the FDA does. Um, it, it, it's crazy. It's such an uphill battle. But, I, you know, I want to bring up something real quick, uh, real quick so people understand. I want them to understand this because Dick Blumenthal is a United States senator. And I don't want people to think, oh, well, this is only a Connecticut thing and we don't have to worry about that. Uh, U.S. senators have quite a bit of power and can be quite influential in creating federal law, correct? Correct. Yes. So we have to be wary. I mean, we, we need somebody in there who's going to represent us. And I think it's so, so, you know, it, it's strange because it, it seems like for some reason the Democrats are against us or against vaping, I should say, and Republicans are for us. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's weird. It's just th- through the past three to four it's years. It's a strange that, twist of fate, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a strange twist of fate. Well, I think, I think, listen, a lot of Republicans, I think, step back and look at this and they you know, listen as a republican i believe in individual freedom as much as possible i look for the very best in people and i think that you know you can make decisions on your own and what's best for you i also believe you know giving you the opportunity to have a business you know and a, and a small business is one of the backbones of this country so if you if you think about it that's why probably a, more, a lot more republicans are on board with you when you know a lot of the democrats you'll know, stay elected 
by by doing things like this and coming after certain industries. And and I think your I think your listeners all across the country should pay attention because there are only a hundred United States senators. Right. And as a United States senator, I have the ability to craft legislation that affects them. You know, I'll be affecting California just as much as I affect Connecticut. Right. And that's where people like you know Dick Blumenthal are dangerous to your industry. Yes. Oh, and California has it really, really bad. I oh my God, when it comes. They're probably one of the worst anti-vaping states in the country. It's, it's, it's just horrific. But, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, so, so let me ask you this. Because Dick Blumenthal, like I was explaining before, um, he's managed to stay 30 years in the state of Connecticut. It seems like people keep on electing him and electing him and electing him. What, how? How does he do it? Because it's, you know, it's not just, you know, this election we have a lot of the vapors in the state of Connecticut that obviously aren't going to vote for him. They're going to vote for you because they're tired of all his anti-vaping rhetoric. But there's other things I, I see people complain about Blumenthal with, but yet he keeps on getting voted in. How does that happen? Well, it's a couple of things. I mean, for a long time he was attorney general, and he made his name after going after the, the, the big guy for the little guy. You know, sued a lot of people, sued a lot of businesses, and he's got great name recognition, and he has money. You know, his, his uh, in-laws, you know, used to own the Empire State Building. Right. So, you know, financing campaigns has never been a problem for Blumenthal. And, you know, when we're a small state out here, uh, even though, you know, it has a big effect across the country, it's not like there's been something, you know, uh, across the country where people were willing to donate to a campaign. Right. So, you know, it's hard for somebody to unseat him without that kind of uh, even even, you know, small donations coming in. Crying out loud. And, you know, this is why I know you have a chance, because I know that Dick Blumenthal is going to think, you know what, this Dan Carter, he's not a threat to me. I, don't, I'm, I win all the time. I don't even think he's going to really bother to do much, to be honest. I really don't. I think he thinks I've got this wrapped up. I win all the time. This guy's nothing. I got nothing to worry about. The last thing in the world that Blumenthal is thinking is that, oh, my God, there are, there, there's these vapors out there, and I've been pissing them off for years. I've been their, the worst anti-vaping senator in the country, and you know what? They're rallying up, and they're coming after me, and they're going to be supporting this guy. I, I don't even think for a second that's going to dawn on him. I think you have a very good chance. <laughs> I, I think I do. I think if you, we can definitely get enough vapors, and there's a lot of e-cigarette users in the state of Connecticut to vote for you. I know that we can get people nationally to donate. And so everybody understands out there, just because you don't live in Connecticut means you can't do something. Dan Carter's going to need money. He needs money to win this election. He needs to get out there and get on television, and he needs to get his face out there every day so people just see Dan Carter over and over and over and over and over again. He's not a rich guy. He's not a Dick Blumenthal. He's going to need help doing this, and I'll get into that after, after I hang up with Dan on, 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 on what we can do to, to help him out. You know, we sat down at our meeting, and I don't know, maybe we were maybe there an hour, an hour and a half. He's already got a URL, carterforvapors.com. How great is that? He is for us, and he is what we need in Washington representing us. And let me tell you how big this is, how big this can be, and I think Dan understands this. I know he understands this. Uh, Dick Blumenthal has been unbeatable. Let's say this year that Dan Carter wins. He wins, okay? You want to know why he's going to win? Because vapors are going to assure that he wins. That is going to be the biggest national news story 
around. The people are going to go, oh, my God, Vapors voted Dick Blumenthal out. Holy shit, these people got together, and they, they, they voted for Dan Carter. Vapors were able to remove the most anti-vaping senator in the country. You know what that's going to tell other politicians across the country? Oh, my God, we better watch out. We had no idea these vapors were so big. We had no clue how big they were. They voted out Dick Blumenthal. Oh, you see how fast a lot of these politicians change their tune about vaping. And then we'll make them realize we are a powerhouse. We, are, we do have the numbers to change elections. We can do this. And this is where we start with Dan Carter. I'm telling everybody, I know we can do this. And I'm so excited about this. And... Uh, so, so I mean, like, am I wrong here, Dan? I mean, what you really need is, I mean, you need the, the, the support of the voters in Connecticut, but you do, you need, you need money. You need to be able to raise enough money to get out there. You know, you're, you're, you are not wrong because, you know, in any parts of politics, I mean, politicians are worried about, you know, certain groups who can band together and affect them. And if, if people knew that across the country you were able to mobilize and raise enough money to put a candidate in office against your foe, that speaks volumes. Yes. And, and I think that would have a huge effect. I mean, when we spoke about it, I, you know, I, I, I understood because, you know, you had me at hello. Like, I, I understand your plight, and I've been on your side, but I never dreamed as we spoke about this of how many people this could affect across the country. And, and by the way, the reason we'll win is not only this. Like, with, with your folks putting you know, some resources behind this, you know, Dick Blumenthal's done the same thing on a lot of other issues. He's, he's very beatable this year. Yes. So you know, putting the money into this race is a good investment because this guy has, has really you know, steered away from things that he should have been working on, and he's been taking on issues like this and really hurting businesses. So I, I think he's very beatable this year. But, again, it's going to take uh, a lot of work from a lot of people. But if you think about it, if your folks can mobilize across the country, this sends a huge message to other politicians. And, and all those senators that wrote their names on that list or that FDA letter right. you know, could be quaking in their boots. That's Every right. Every one of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody needs to understand that. Dick is not going to stop. Okay, he's been on a mission for years. Every brick and mortar out there, he wants you shut down. Every uh, e-liquid company that's making a flavored e-liquid, according to him, you're targeting the children, and he wants you out of business. He wants to dis- he wants e-cigarettes to go away, and he is not going to stop until it goes away. We need him out now. He, like I said, he is the worst anti-vaping senator in the United States, and we need to show him it's enough, Dick. No more. We need someone like Carter in there who's going to be for us and is going to stick up for us and represent us. This is what we need. We need to put a message out this year to the politicians that we've had enough. This is do something. Do something time. It's time to do something. I'm going to get into the details of what we can do and everything else, but I I don't want to hold up Dan too long. It's a holiday. I don't want to uh, 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 keep him. It was very nice for him to call. I know he's very busy. Now, let me ask you this. For somebody that lives in the state of Connecticut, uh, is there something, uh, obviously, uh, if they can donate to your campaign, is, but, but is there something else you need them to do? Do you need them to go door-to-door for you? Do you need them to campaign for you? What, what would you need from uh, vapors or residents in Connecticut that want to support you? Well, what I would say to the folks in Connecticut is, you know, contact me through my website, carterforsenate.com. And um, 
sign in on the on the join me page because that way when we need volunteers in a certain town to do doors or to an event, you know, I'll put signs out, that sort of thing. We have a, we have an army there and, and that would be very helpful. Yes, absolutely. Carterforsenate.com is his address, uh, the web address. He also has carterforvapors.com, which is wonderful. I love that he's doing that. He's supporting us. He's going to fight for us. We need more senators like Dan Carter in office, and we have to do this. We have to do something now. We just cannot sit back and let the FDA do what they're doing and let politicians continue to try to destroy our industry. It's time for a change, and this is an election year. It's going to happen. In fact, on June 29th at the Vapor Venue in Canton, I'm having a fundraiser for Dan Carter. I've already got people signed up, Dan. It's wonderful. They're very, very excited. I have customers. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's going to be just great. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to mobilize the entire vaping nation here in the United States to back you. Just leave that to me. I'll get it done. And you do what you got to do, and I am going to do my damnedest to make sure that you're the next United States Senator for the state of, uh, for the state of Connecticut and that Dick Blumenthal loses his job. It's time for Dick to lose his job, everybody. It's time for him to go, and this is how we can do it. We can make Dick Blumenthal lose his job. Just think that. We can get rid of him. And I'm going to get into all the details of how we can do this, but I'm going to let Dan go. Thank you so much. Dan, for calling in. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate that you back Vapors and you understand this product and what we're doing and that you're going to represent us in the United States Senate. And thank you for calling in, sir. I really, really appreciate it. Well, I, I want to thank you for having me on and thank you for reaching out to me because you know there are a lot of people out there like Dick Blumenthal who are not willing to listen and understand. And um, I've always prided myself on being somebody who's willing to listen understand the issues and vote the right way. So uh, I'm looking forward to helping you, and um, I'm sure we'll be speaking very soon. I'm looking forward to the 29th. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in, Mr. Carter. We'll talk to you later. You too. Thanks. All right. Dino, you there? I'm here. Yes. This is big. This is a big fucking deal. I know you don't get it, but this is a big... What do you mean you don't know I get it? What are you, implying that I'm fucking <laughs> stupid? <laughs> You you sound like Tuco. <laughs> you know who Tuco is? Yeah, that yeah. fucking jerk off. I remember him. Where is it? Where's Tuco? Now I gotta play it. That's fantastic. Here he is, Tuco. I love him. Oh no, that's not it. That's not Tuco. I don't know where the hell it is. I'll find it later. I love that. What are you saying? I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I'm coughing. You people have to understand this is huge, huge. And if you don't understand what Dick Blumenthal is doing, there are so many anti-vaping news stories from Dick Blumenthal. I can't even like, I would be here for 10 hours reading them all. 2013, U.S. News & World Report, Senator Richard Blumenthal is one of the most vehement advocates of restricting the sale of electronic cigarettes. He says the vapor-producing devices, which are booming in popularity, have become a gateway nicotine delivery device for children and advocates banning flavor options and online sales. You hear what I'm saying? Blumenthal isn't sold on the health claims and says flavors make e-cigarettes appealing for kids while online sales make them easy to acquire. He wants flavors gone. He wants online sales gone. I think flavors ought to be banned is a quote. That's what he said. It's completely disingenuous to say that adults are, pri are the primary users of popular flavors. 
2016. He applauded the DOT's efforts to stop this health threat on airplanes once and for all. This is when they uh, banned vaping on airplanes. He said, quote, thankfully, flyers will no longer have to worry about the poisons and toxic air emanating from e-cigarettes. Poisons and toxic air comes from e-cigarettes, according to Blumenthal. June 2014, Blumenthal and Senator Barbara Boxer in Durban and others sent a letter to the Department of Transportation urging the ban of e-cigarettes on airplanes to protect passengers from secondhand smoke. They lie and say smoke comes from e-cigarettes. 2014, Blumenthal calls for ban on the new Joe Camel, flanked by two Yale doctors and breadishing packages of fruit flavors, e-hookahs. U.S. Senator Richard Blumenthal Monday renewed his fight against tobacco industry marketing to kids. Blumenthal called on the federal government to ban the despicable marketing of e-cigarettes and e-hookahs to kids, branding these the new Joe Camel, it goes on and on and on. Tons and tons of news stories. He's also one that keeps on screaming. Listen to this. 77% of ENDS, electronic nicotine delivery system users, still smoke cigarettes. So according to Blumenthal, 77% of people who use these cigarettes still smoke. And he says more than 250,000 people in 2013 who never used cigarettes, started using e-cigarettes, and now are at risk of smoking cigarettes. I I mean, I'm not going to go on anymore. It just goes on and on and on. It's absurd. He is the worst senator when it comes to e-cigarettes, and he is going to do everything in his power to make sure that this industry is regulated out of existence. And if it's not, he will make sure flavors are gone. It's taxed so high that it's going to be just as expensive as buying a pack of cigarettes, and that he is not going to rest till every brick and mortar, every online store. He wants to ban online sales, so, so fucking say goodbye to that. He wants it all gone. He is the worst. Now let's cause him to lose his job. He has got to lose his job. Make a fucking stand and do something. Carter for Vapors, C-A-R-T-E-R for F-O-R, Vapors, V-A-P-E-R-S. I'll put the link in the show notes. Give him five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you can afford. If fucking a whole shit ton of people gave him five dollars a piece, he'd have more than enough money to run against Dick and be, well, he's running against Dick, but beat him. He has got to get his name out there. He doesn't have the money that Dick has. He's a regular guy. He's a regular guy, regular working guy. I met with him last week, Dino. Great guy. He wants to be in Senate and make a difference, and he is certainly for us. Give the guy five bucks. Give him ten bucks. Whatever. Give him something. This is so important. If you don't think this doesn't affect you because I don't live in Connecticut, you're fucking wrong. This affects every vapor in the United States. We can show Blumenthal you're done. You're out, buddy. You're fired. Goodbye. Make a stand and show everybody in the United States that 30 years of Dick Blumenthal is enough and vapors are tired of it and he's gone. We want Dan Carter because he's going to stand up for us and fight for us. This will get national fucking news attention if we do this. Dino, I'm so hyped up. I, I want can this. see that. I want this so bad. You have no idea how bad I want this. We got how many? There's got to be millions of fucking vapors out there in the United States. I mean, it's five bucks. Five measly fucking dollars. If he got a whole bunch of people to give him five bucks, he could be on TV, he could have commercials. And mind you, I didn't even discuss this with him, but I did in our meeting. He is going to. 
he is going to use in his campaigns against Dick the fact that he uh, is trying to destroy the vaping industry, that he's trying to destroy over 60 vape shops in Connecticut and cause massive job loss, that he wants people to go back to smoking cigarettes and taking their e-cigarettes away. He is going to use that in his campaign. He's going to stand up for us. We need to do this. Putting out fucking memes of vaping saves lives doesn't do shit, you idiots. Putting out pictures of you holding a sign saying vaping saved my life. I use peach breeze and it saved my life. That doesn't do shit. It does nothing. You're not doing anything. Do something. We can do this. We can get this guy to be the next United States Senator of Connecticut and show the world that don't fuck with us. You fuck with us, you lose your job. I don't know how else to put it through to you people. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm gonna be relentless. I'm gonna and anybody who has, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this because I want to. I freak out, but I, I I have to. Anybody has any shows out there? Any YouTube shows? Any podcasts? Whatever the fuck, I will come on. I will talk about Dan Carter. I'll give the information. I'm gonna be on every Facebook fucking group there is, uh, every forum, every Twitter page, every Instagram. I want this everywhere. I want every vapor to be talking about Dan Carter. We need to support him. Let's show these people that there's enough of us. So you don't fuck with us. Anything you have to say, Dino? I'm, I'm going to explode. No, I think you got it all covered. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, though, right? No, I, mean, I absolutely don't. I don't get it. Well, everybody complains. No, I'm being sarcastic. Yes. I mean, no, I'm just saying everybody. I understand. Yes, I understand. They bitch and complain like, oh, God, all this stuff's happening. Well, then they got to do something. Fucking vote. Do, register to vote. Donate to a campaign. You know, go to your fucking state and find out who's running against your anti-vaping senator or congressman, and you do something. Yeah, I'll even con come on Ed's stupid show, but I'm only talking about Dan Carter. That's it. I'm not talking about any of his wacky fucking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm choking. Yeah, I'm having a fundraiser for him on uh, June 29th, Dino, at the Canton store. It's gonna Maybe be I'll come. It's going to be very well. It's uh, only 30 people can come. It's $100 per person. All the money's going to his campaign. It's going to be hors d'oeuvres. Very nice hors d'oeuvres. We're going to have beer. We're going to have wine. And uh, it's going to be a lot. The media is going to be there, so you could be on TV. <laughs> I don't want to be on TV. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I'm dreading that part, but you'll get to see me in a suit. Oh, my God. You own a suit? Absolutely. I own a great suit. Wow. Only own one suit, but it's a real nice one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we went out last night to an Italian restaurant, and uh, we had, for an appetizer, that had Sicilian meatballs. You ever had Sicilian meatballs? Meatballs. Meatballs are meatballs. No, 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 no. Sicilian meatballs. Well, what what they do different? They put pignolis in it or something? No, they're spicy. Spicy meat the bowl. Yes. Sicilian meatballs are spicy. Okay. Yes. They weren't I'm, I mean I'm I'm half Sicilian. They weren't My wife is Sicilian. We yes. don't make spicy meatballs. They weren't too spicy. I mean it wasn't crazy spicy, but they definitely had a kick to them. They weren't bad actually. I thought they were good. They put this uh this uh ricotta, regatta, whatever the fuck you call it. Rigotta. Yeah. They put that cheese on it and uh, you mixed it in with a meatball. It was good. I mean, it was really good. 
Overall, the food was really good. And then I'm guessing he's the restaurant owner. He comes to our table and uh, he's like, oh, little girl. He's like, uh, how old? And, you know, Jamie says she's nine months. She's like, he's like, oh, that's a wonderful. Uh, she's so uh, beautiful. And then he takes $20 out of his pocket and he hands it to Jamie. He goes, you uh, go uh, buy her a toy for me. Uh, uh, every uh, uh, little uh, girl, uh, baby, I come across, I uh, buy a toy for them. You buy her a toy for me. And just walks away. <laughs> I was like, what was that? That was nice. I mean, it is nice, but I mean, is that a Sicilian thing? Is that an Italian thing? I don't know. I, we I, always give kids money. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. We, like if a friend of mine comes over as a little kid, I'll, I'll throw $10 in his pocket. Go buy candy. Don't tell your mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was nice. It was just, you know, I didn't know the guy he just came over he's like oh they were like okay it was good though it was a good no you got nabbed on the other end with the bill with that 20 oh yeah yeah the bill is outrageous <laughs> <laughs> well that's okay it was a nice restaurant you know it's funny they had this guy sitting in the corner uh playing the piano and emma wouldn't stop staring at him i mean she was she the whole 90 percent of the night she wouldn't she, she was just staring at him and, you know, he's just sitting there and he's playing the piano and he's doing his thing. And <laughs> she was just gawking at him the whole night. He's like looking up. He sees her staring. You know, it was crazy. It was nice, though. It's not, it's, it's, she's such a good baby, Dino. She just sits there. She doesn't yell. She doesn't complain. Yeah. My kids were like that in, in restaurants. Yeah. They, uh, uh, they were, you, we could take them anywhere and they were always good. Yeah. Oh, she's wonderful. Doesn't misbehave at all. You know what? I might be in New York City this week. I might. Give me a shout. Because uh, Josh, I saw on Josh's, Josh owns uh, or is part of uh, Volcano E-Sigs. He, uh, I saw he was going to New York City. Mm-hmm. So if he is, then I'm going to go up there and meet up with him. So then I will get, you should meet Josh. You'd like him. I'll come. Give me a shout. Let me know when. Maybe I'll bring Cisco with me. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll find. I mean, I know he his plane left at five in the morning his time, so that's ten a.m. And I think to fly from Hawaii to New York is like, I don't know, fucking sixteen hours or some shit. I know it's got to be a long time. Oof. Yeah, I know it's a very very long flight, but uh, I haven't seen him in a while. I like to see Josh. I like Josh. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. All right, so I got my point across about Dan Carter. I'm going to put his website on the replay notes. I'm going to go off every week about Dan Carter. We need to support him. I want Facebook groups started. I want you to pass this show around. You know, that, that it's interesting, Dino. I hardly, I'm starting to use my Facebook now. Like, for example, I, I, I told people, I said, I want everybody to listen to this show. Can you please share it? And people were sharing it. They were sharing the post. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like this Facebook now. I think I, I think I need to really utilize Facebook to get my message out there. I think it'll work. The only problem, though, is is the uh, VP Live page is labeled as a business page. They made Don't you have a personal Facebook? I do, but it's personal. <laughs> I've never done anything 
it's like closed off so nobody can see it or join it. I don't know. It's just it's my personal Facebook. Maybe I should start another Facebook. But then I have three Facebooks. I don't want. I don't even want one Facebook. Never mind three Facebooks. <laughs> I mean, now don't. So that one you use is your personal Facebook. It's the only Facebook I got. Yeah. But I don't let my family on it. So you don't have another Facebook just for them? You just have the one? No, because nobody in my family uses Facebook. Oh, okay. I don't have, uh, you know, like my little brothers, they tried to friend me on Facebook. Uh, and I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't let them in. Really? Yeah, because it's got nothing to do. Uh, it's, uh, what I do on Facebook has nothing to do with my personal life. Aside from the pictures, maybe I'll throw up with my grandson. But uh, I don't communicate with people from my neighborhood. I don't even talk to my family members on Facebook. Interesting. I don't usually talk to my family members at all. But uh, it's certainly not on Facebook. It's not really family members. Well, I have a few family members on there. Just more just like, you know, people I knew that I grew up with. Um, and I really don't even use my personal Facebook, like hardly at all. <laughs> I never use it. I don't know. Maybe I'll just use that one because I want to get in all these groups. I really, really, really want to push this. People need to understand how important this is and we need to do something. This is one. There's a lot of things we need to do, but this is one really big thing that we need to do. And if people would understand how much of a difference it was, this would make, you know, I was, I didn't mention this when he was on the phone, but I was looking at the, uh, <clears throat> which I'm sure he knows, there's websites that af- actually give statistics of what chance uh, candidates have against beating another candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter's chance is 4%. 4%. That's his chance of beating Blumenthal. But that's because they have no clue that there's hundreds of thousands of vapors out there that want to support him. They didn't take that into consideration. So... Those kind of chances of him winning is a national news story. I, I, I want this to happen so bad. I'm going to bust my fucking ass to make this happen. And people who have been listening to us for years, and I know there's a lot of you out there, please, I, I, I ask you for nothing ever. All I ask you is to please do this. Give the guy 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you can afford. If you live in Connecticut, go to the fundraiser. Uh, if you live in Connecticut, just register to vote and vote for him. If you don't go to fundraise, that's fine. Just register to vote and vote for him. That's all I ask. Support this guy. Show show people how powerful we are. This is a, a fucking election year. We, we, can, we can vote these people out. Show them. For fuck's sakes. I get so aggravated, Dino. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm talking to a fucking wall. <laughs> like, no, like, like people hear it or, or they hear it and they go, okay, well, whatever. Uh, when, when's Five Pond coming out with a new flavor? Uh, <laughs> why don't you guys talk about that dripper that they had on? Uh, uh, the guy was raising money for the dripper. Why don't you talk about that? A velocity style deck. <laughs> I, it's, it's like they're they're fucking in another planet. It's uh, it's crazy. They're arguing. They're 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 they're. Oh my god. Please, I don't think we're doomed. I think there's a lot of things we can do to save this. And I know this is one b- very big thing that we can do that's going to help tremendously. That's going to put a message out there. You know, oh, I want to speak about that, too. Did you see that whole protest thing going on, Dino, on Facebook? Which one? The, the... 
I don't know, some guy from, okay, so apparently some guy threatened Gray Connolly. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But I didn't know there was a protest going on. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, the, I don't know who's doing, I think, I may be wrong, don't, don't take my word on this, but I think it's the guy from uh, um, AV that does those fucking AV mods. Those over oh, Amerivate. Yeah, Amerivate, those overpriced fucking uh, things he has. I think he's one of the guys that is in charge of the group. Uh-huh. And uh, their whole premise is, is that advocacy has gotten us nowhere. Kasaz gotten us nowhere. Uh, Avi, no, no, that's not getting us anywhere. It's done nothing for us. We need to protest. We need to go in the streets and protest. That's what we need to do right now. They're putting uh, two weeks. They're putting. They put together a fucking protest. I guess they had it the other day. I don't even read to see what happened with it. We need to protest. Do it right now. Two, three weeks. We're out there. We're protesting. You fucking idiots. Number one. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't get this twisted. I am all for people going out in the streets and protesting. Don't get me wrong. Listen, I've been saying we should have a fucking flash mob for years now, but nobody fucking listens to that. They do it in Europe and it's successful, but nobody here, I say flash mob, everybody's like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Fuck you, it works. So I, I am absolutely for it. But number one, there's two, two main things. Number one, it takes months and months and months of planning for it to be effective. It takes months. I mean, it, it probably ta- it could take up to a year. You need to coordinate state after state after state after state. It's done at the same time. Figure out places. It takes a lot of planning to put on a successful protest. Starting a Facebook group and saying, let's go protest. Come on, let's go protest. We'll do it in two weeks. And you're screaming at a building isn't going to do shit. You may, if you're lucky, get a 30-second mention on a local news report and maybe a mention in a newspaper that people are going to read and forget five minutes later and nobody's going to give a fuck. It's not going to do anything. Okay, that's number one. It takes months and months and months of planning. So it's fucking stupid. Number two, okay, number two, there's still a lot of mention of what's going on with the regulations in the media. We're still getting media attention. There's still a lot of buzz about these regulations and what's going on, Homeland Security, writing the There's still a lot of stuff going on, okay? You do something like this when people start to forget, when the news dies down, when it's not being reported anymore, when people are starting to forget about the deeming regulations and how dangerous they are, when the media attention dies down and nobody's discussing this anymore, bam, that's when you fucking do it. That's when you say, okay, people are starting to forget. The people are starting to, the media isn't even talking about it anymore. We're about to lose our industry. Let's put together a protest. Let's all get together and put the months of planning in to put together a protest to remind them, to remind America what's going on and and, and what they're trying to do to our industry. That's when you do it. You don't start a fucking Facebook page. Let's have protest in two weeks, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. It's stupid. It doesn't do anything. And sitting there and insulting fucking advocacy groups that have been doing all this work for years like it's not doing anything. Fucking idiots. So stupid. Protest. Let's go scream at a brick building and nobody can hear us and maybe some local jerk off from the news will come out and give us five seconds on TV and we can go, hey, look, that's what there we are on TV. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> so ridiculous. Papers protesting. 
We're going to protest. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we are doomed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I'm just, I don't know where this is going to go. You know, usually you get like an idea, you got an idea of how things are going to turn out. And judging by what I see, the normalcy in this community is the minority. Yes. And uh, it's like everything other than that is just total, complete insanity. You know, that Samantha B. Uh, uh, little uh, video that was up. Yes. That wasn't so far off, buddy. No. Wasn't so far off. And the funny thing is the people, there's people like us that laughed at it when we saw it. And then there was people that got very upset because those people that got upset, that's them. <laughs> they can be the, yeah, sure. That's, that's Nobody likes to get made fun yeah, of. That's them. Well, that damn bitch, fucking bitch making fun of us. Yeah, that, the truth hurts, yeah, don't it? They saw themselves in there, and that's mm -hmm. why they got mad and didn't like it. You're not kidding. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Oh, my God. But yeah, like I said, the scary thing is that's who these people think we are. You want to know what the scariest part of that whole thing was watching it? I was so petrified that my face was going to pop up somewhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Me too. I was petrified <laughs> that they were going to do like a pan across the room and then like you and I were going to be sitting at the table. And I, I don't want to be seen on that fucking shit. No, and the, you know what? There was a couple of times I walked by where they were filming. In fact, the the three guys standing there that they called the vaping entourage, whatever it was, um, <clears throat> when she was filming them, I actually walked by. So I'm like, oh, my God, I hope I'm not in this. Please, mm -hmm. God, let me not be in this. And thank God I wasn't. Oh, what a, what a nightmare. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. You know, the guys like like uh, the normal – look, people are fucked up all over the world. It just seems that the vaping community has a lot of screwballs in it. Yes. They're the ones that are the most boisterous, you know? Yes. There was one guy on that fucking video that kept popping up. He looked like a fuck – like he was fucking scary looking. <laughs> fucking scary. Piercings all over and fucking sunglasses inside and – all black and, oh, get the fuck out of here. Well, this is sanity. Those are the ones that are protesting in the yeah. streets. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I wrote on my face. What am I doing here? <laughs> what am I fucking doing here? I blame my wife for this whole fucking thing. One day she came from 7 Eleven with a little fucking stick battery for me. I really believe that there's a lot more of us out there. And I do believe we can mobilize and make a difference. I would imagine that the bulk of the people are the people like us. Yes. Problem is, is that they don't know about all this shit. There are, you know, the majority of the people are trying to get off cigarettes. They're just normal, everyday, nine to five people. But they don't know about none of this bullshit, nor do they give a fuck. Well, they're too busy on Vapor Joe's site waiting for a $10 Velocity uh, clone or waiting for a uh, Mod Envy show so they can get free shit or uh, waiting for the next vape event so they can get free e-liquid. 
that's that's what they're occupying their time yeah. with. It's 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 sad. Yeah, it's sad. I watched the. Uh, there was a video that Cisco uh, turned me on to. Um, shit, it was on YouTube. I got to go look on Cisco's page to find it. And it was uh, kind of a one-hour documentary on vaping. Mm-hmm. And it, a guy did all these tests. Um, miracle, yeah. Horizon e-cigarette, is this it? Yeah, the YouTube video. I'm, I'll put the link to the chat, uh, the link to the video in the chat. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. I don't know if you saw it. No, I didn't uh, see it yet. It said e-cigarettes, miracle or menace. Was okay. the name of the video? I'll I, put that in the chat. I will watch the video. I want to know what's going on with this Billy Lives movie too. Seems like they're bringing it all over fucking Europe. Why isn't it here? Why can't we watch Billy Lives here? <laughs> Why some... somebody else? That's done. Yeah, they had some premiere in Europe, and they're over in Europe. Well, why aren't they here? Why? Why? When is it going to be here? When are they going to have something where we can watch it here? I know somebody must know the people behind this. Can you please find out, like, why the movie isn't being played here? Why it's uh, over in Europe? Yeah, well, I didn't hear the explanation. Explain it over and over. Yeah, I didn't fucking hear it. Explain it to me. Call in Jeannie and explain it, because I'm an idiot, and I didn't hear the explanation. I'm not on Facebook and uh, forums all day. I'm fucking, I have a job. I have to work. I, I've got a kid to raise. i got all kinds of shit going on. Please explain to me why it's not being shown here, but they're over in Europe. And if they are going to show it here, when? When are they going to show it here? I know they're trying to fight to get it on Netflix. I doubt that's going to happen. I'd be shocked if it does. But uh, please explain it to me. When they get sponsors for red carpets. So they need sponsors for a red carpet event. So they want money. Okay, understand. I understand. I mean, it costs a lot of money to make a movie. They need money. I get it. So they need sponsors to have a red carpet event. So they, okay. Fair enough. They were the first festivals that they got sponsors for. Well, I mean, couldn't they do that in New York City? I, I would imagine that there'd got to be some fucking companies that would say, hey, well, we'll sponsor a red carpet for them to have it in like New York City or Los Angeles or something. No, I understand they want to make money. I get it. They need money. It costs money to make this movie. They got to get money. That's not a problem. I'm just shocked that some companies haven't stepped up and said, hey, we'll fucking uh, sponsor a red carpet event. It's crazy. In New York, that's got to be big dollars, no? I don't know. I don't know how much money it would be to, to do something like that. I have no. I would imagine it wouldn't be cheap. I imagine it definitely costs some money. But I understand. I mean, listen, they, they, God knows how much money they, 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 I mean, I've just seen clips and they're beautiful. They obviously spent a ton of fucking money to make this documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point, they're just trying to get their money back. I think they've come to the realization they're not going to make any money off it. We just got to get our money back at this point. So maybe they're just thinking, okay, well, we'll just have these red carpet events anywhere we can and try to get our money back. And, uh, you know, Hopefully they do, but uh, not just Vapors. It's not on Netflix. How are they watching it on Netflix? And Netflix is in the works. Someone just said it's not going to go on Netflix, and now Jeannie's saying it What's is What's the name of Netflix. it again? A Billion Lives. Jeannie, will you just call in real quick, please? I'm reading that stupid chat. I hate that chat. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I want to shut that chat down. I can't stand that chat. Because someone just said it's the, the Netflix turned it down. Now you're saying it's going to be on Netflix. So did they turn it down or is it going to be on Netflix? Fucking chat. I'm done looking at that chat. I'm not going to look at it anymore. Please, Jeannie, I'm begging you. Please call in before I end the show. I got to end this. Are you working tomorrow, Dino? No. You're going to take the day off? What are you going to do? Yeah. It's going to rain. I'm going to sit on my fucking couch and eat hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. You like hot I'm dogs? I'm down 37 pounds. Really? Yep. You know what? I saw a picture of CJ VPX last week. He looks like he's down too. Yeah, he posted a picture of himself sitting down on the gym floor. Yep. And I wrote, what happened? You fell and you couldn't get up? <laughs> In fact, he's going to be up here for the uh, fundraiser. He's coming up on the 28th. Uh-huh. Well, I guess Jeannie's not going to call in. Thank you. Did Jeannie. she move yet? I have no idea. I didn't even know she was moving. Yeah, wasn't she moving like Tennessee or something? Tennessee? Oh, that'd be perfect for her. <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect place for Jeannie. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know she was moving. I did not know she was moving. Yeah, okay. So I guess a billion lies needs sponsors to have a red carpet event. Uh, anybody out there, I know a lot of people listen to this, sponsor them for Christ's sakes. Let them have a red carpet event. You know, I don't, I mean, does, I, I don't know how that works. I mean, even if they had a red carpet event and then if Vapors or anybody wanted to come watch it, fucking charge them admission. If I, if I knew they were playing it somewhere and I had to pay 20 bucks to go see it, I'd pay 20 bucks. She's, she says she's calling in from area code 814. 814? Yeah. Ah. She must have moved already. She has a new number. Pretty soon she's going to be saying, hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how she transported the honeybees. <laughs> the honeybees. You're very involved with Jeannie. She has honeybees? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a fucking doomsday prepper. Wow. I don't know. Maybe she left them. Maybe she set them free and said you can all go off now and be free. <laughs> I mean, how the fuck would you move honeybees? I don't know. She's got fucking a lot of shit going on. Candle wax and dish soap and, I don't know, that's a mighty big operation to move to Tennessee, no? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and the DIY shit. Damn, yeah. that's got to be a truckload. That With all that true. free she- shit she gets from Flavor Art? Yep. Or is she going to, uh, um, where is she? I don't see her on the phone. Area code 814, for fuck's sake. No, I don't see it. I see 914, but that's not She said she's on hold, dumbass. I don't see her. Hang on, let me expand this. I see 914. I don't see 814. 914, that's near me. Yeah, I do not see 814. We get calls, you don't answer them? No, I answer all the calls. Whenever we get a call, I answer them. But they're not on hold to be, they're just listening. Some people just call in and listen. Oh no shit! They call it just because they don't have a computer or something. You know what? Well, you know who does it a lot? Of truckers. Truckers who want to listen live will call the phone lines and listen in. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, and now the page isn't working. <laughs> oh boy! Hey, I got the new billet box. Yeah. Oh, you did get one. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, you like that? Two hundred and sixty dollars. 
What a nice fucking device. Really? That's it? 200? I saw someone sell one on fucking my trade today for 400 bucks. Yeah, because they, they, you know, they're flipping them. Oh, okay. Are they hard to get? Oh, I traded for mine. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I never tried to get one. The one to I when they the the older ones I went on the website and I bought it right off the website. Yeah, but they have release days. I think they're like on Saturdays between like eight and twelve or something like that. Wow. But you like it though. And I got that new. Um, uh, what the hell is it again? The the Aspire, the Nautilus X. Yes, Nautilus X. Yeah, I got that too. It's all right. It's pretty good, actually. Just a little tight on the air. That's the only thing. If it had a little more air, I'd love it. It's so small. See, I don't buy those anymore because I know I'll just use it for maybe a week and just throw it away. She's yelling at you to answer the phone. I can't. The the phone the the blog talk thing isn't doing anything. It's just down. It's down. I can't do it, Jeannie. I'd bring you on over Skype, but I know you're not probably on your Skype. I can't answer the phone. The phone line, I, I shut, in fact, watch this, boom. Block Talk Radio's off. It's useless. It's not even working now. It's not working, Jeannie. I would blink, bring you on, but, yeah, Blumenthal is sabotaging me. You know, there's this clip. Speaking of Blumenthal, oh, this, <laughs> I just want to play this real quick because this is funny. This was years ago. Blumenthal, when he was attorney general, hang on. Uh, when he was attorney general, he went after AIG. Here it is. These AIG executives uh, were giving themselves bonuses, Right. And uh, so Richard Blumenthal went after AIG, demanding that they return the bonuses back. So he's on, you know who Glenn Beck is? He was on, this was like, I don't know, seven years ago. He was on the Glenn Beck show. This is, this is when he was attorney general. So interviews can I get Drew Blumenthal and tries to get him to answer why AIG execs, hang on, I'm going to pause it uh, for a no. second. Why AIG, okay, Glenn Beck interviews can I get attorney general Richard Blumenthal and tries to get him to answer why AIG executives who legally receive bonuses that were approved and the $770 billion stimulus bill now have the Connecticut Attorney General's office targeting, targeting them for prosecution, prosecution. Who cares? He just goes off on Richard Blumenthal. <laughs> Listen to this, Dino. This guy goes nuts. We want to switch over to the same kind of story, really. The man's of AIG executives from some state attorneys um, or state attorney generals reminds me of an extortion attempt. So why do they get away with it? Connecticut Attorney General Richard Blumenthal is with us now. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, are you going to demand that Chris Dodd returns this money? Well, Chris Dodd is returning the money on his own. I think he probably regrets having taken it. Right. But, you know, but if he didn't, would you here, demand is, it? If he didn't? I mean, I he's... would ask him to do it. I think it's appropriate that he do it. Right. But what? the other question is, why did Congress approve all of these bonuses, which the entire Congress did, not just one senator? Sure. And why did the Federal Reserve mm. enable you, it to go forward? Asking, why you, isn't it taking action? Are you going after Chris Dodd for writing that in? 
I have asked that the Federal Reserve block these bonuses, which I think no, it no, has the no, power to do. No, I'm asking you about Congress. I'm asking you about Chris Dodd, because he lives in the great state of Connecticut. Are you going after him? We don't have the power to investigate, nor does any attorney general a federal official. Well, no, but he's, so a, he's, he's a resident in your state. For the Congress. Wait a minute, he's, he's a resident in your state. He is a resident of the state, but he is a federal official. Oh. And no attorney so general if, if, has so because the jurisdiction. It's in, because it's in Washington, you can't do anything about it. Kind of like if there's an AIG contract in New York. You really don't have any well, place. Well, the, the AIG bonuses were paid in Connecticut. And from that's why a contract we that's have honored in New York. That they be okay. repaid. Well, um, you know, the one thing I was going through um, the interviews with you, and I, I, nobody's asked this question, and I'm just dying to know, and I know you'll have the answer. What law did the AIG executives break when they took those bonuses that were mandated by a, a legal contract? The AIG executives did not themselves break a contract. So then why were you going but, after them? Well, we're not going after no, you them. Were. we're going after the bonuses. Yeah, well, the, no, it's we, their bonuses. We're never going they were, after the No, no it, it, their bonuses, sir. They are their bonuses. They earned that money. What right, what law did they break that gave you the ability in Connecticut to go after those bonuses? Well, let's take it one step at a time. The money they received came from us. The mm -hmm. taxpayers. Oh, I, I know how this works. I'm asking you, sir, you're the attorney general. I'm asking you for the law that they broke that gave you the ability. Are you not the defender of the law in Connecticut? The law that they broke yes. is the law that requires that they serve the public interest, that bonuses what law is that? are paid. Wait, wait, what law is that, sir? You're, you're, the, you're the chief law enforcement officer. What law is, say that again, I don't, I don't recognize that law. It sounds like a good policy, it sounds like a good rule of thumb, but I'm not sure I recognize that law. Could you give that to me again? Well, you know, again, these funds belong to us, the taxpayers. No, no, sir. Why sir, we you, be, look, you know why? what you've done? You know what you've done? You have, you are an insult to George Washington, sir. George Washington made it very clear that we are a respecter of laws, not of men. For your own political gain, you have decided to go after these people at AIG because it is a popular thing. And while I may agree with you that it is obscene, I would like to know, sir, not what's right as a rule of thumb, not what makes us feel good, you, sir, are to protect people and, and to uh, stand for the law in Connecticut. So again, I ask you, sir, what law gave you the right to go after them? What law did they break? Well, I think you're wrong in the basic premise. We're not going after any individual. We're you, asking the you, United States. You as the States, attorney let general. Me finish. You have to let me finish if you want to know what law I'm talking about. <laughs> but he never states the law. Wow. This goes on for like 15 minutes. <laughs> he just <laughs> hammers them. <laughs> I mean, his point was, what law did they break? But there was there was no law. He finally admits after 15 minutes, there is no law. <laughs> he said, that's what I thought. That's what I wanted you to say. You know, it's, it's this guy's got to go. Blumenthal's a moron. And even after shit like that, Dino, he gets voted back in. The guy lied about being a Vietnam veteran. He lied. And he got back in. <laughs> this was right in election time. He lied. Listen to him. This is great. This was, this was so big in the news. We have learned something very important since the days that I served in Vietnam. 
since the days I served in Vietnam, and then like a week later... Serving in the United States military gave me a perspective as well, even in the reserves, although I did not serve in Vietnam. <laughs> what? That was huge. That was all over the country when he did that. And he got, he got reelected. Oh, how does that happen? How the fuck does that happen? Unbelievable. Well, that's okay. We're going to change that this year. This year he's gone, so I'm not worried about it. I know Vapors will make sure that that uh, he does not come back. His time is up. His job is out. He's gone, Dino. He's gone. All right. It's 1017. I've got work to do. And uh, I think it's time we wrap this up. Look him up this week, Dino. DJ LSB Vapes. Yeah, I already got the page up. Yeah, did you have? Did you see the video quality? No, I didn't look at. It. I just pulled up the video, the, his channel, I so mean, I could look at it later. Holy shit! I'm telling you, it's the best video quality I've ever seen out of any video. And is look at watch if you want to watch one, watch the uh, K Box 200 video. He fucking, I'm telling you, people Sardo is uh, nothing. What he does is like holy shit. He's got fucking meters and graphs, and he's got so much shit. I mean, it's unbelievable what he does. It's it's you want a detailed review of something, DJ LSB vapes. It's that simple. Unbelievable. He does phenomenal videos. He was worried about coming on. He's like, well, I speak broken English. Your English is fine. What language? What, where's he from? I don't know. He lives in the United States. I'm just not sure what. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna ask him. But his English is fine. I can understand. I'm, his English is absolutely fine. Uh-huh. But I'll ask him. I'll find out. I don't even want to guess because I have no idea. But who knows? We'll find out next week. I'm just happy that he's coming on. I'm going to start having some uh, reviewers on now. There's a lot of reviewers out there. Holy shit. I was researching reviewers. Oh, my God. There's got to be thousands. Forget hundreds. There's got to be thousands of people doing vape reviews on YouTube. Thousands. You know what I want to do? I want to find... Let's do this, Dino. Help me with this. I want to find a vape reviewer that has the lowest number of subscribers and the least viewed videos. Probably me. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I, I, came, <laughs> I came across one that had... Uh, I think he had eight subscribers and five views. You know, somebody like that. I want to have them on. <laughs> have you listened to Ed Wolf's show? Not really. I have not, no. He seems to have his shit together. I get I Listen, people are listening to him. I know. I, people are calling in. Yeah. The only thing I think he fucks up on, I listened to one or two of his shows just because I wanted to just, I don't, don't ask me why, but whatever. Yeah. Don't try to be funny. Yes. That's the only thing he fucks up on. When he tries to be funny. Right. That's the only thing. If he stood serious, he's I, I gotta tell you, I think he's he's doing a good job. Yeah, that's true. He has no sense of humor. He needs to uh No, no, no. Right. It's like kind of it's like a social misfit. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear Russ's show this Tuesday that he did? Uh he was yeah, he had like a, a debate between the two wire guys. Yeah, was there any Yeah, it had to be a NASA engineer to listen to the fucking show. <laughs> I, I couldn't take it. I had to. I got to stop listening. 
Yeah. I didn't hear it. I thought they may be like fighting with each other, but apparently no, they somebody, weren't. I didn't you know. hear any. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to it long enough to hear the fighting. It was very boring. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are into that shit. Listen, all I'm gonna say is uh, Dino called it like I don't know a year and a half ago. Listen to this show a year and a half ago. Dino said all this boutique wires, all bullshit, it's all the same. It is all the same. It's all nonsense. So, you bought into it too. Well, because I've used hot wire and I do see a difference from using hot wire and using regular canthol. Hot wire does heat up faster. There's no question. Yeah, it's probably nichrome. Well, probably. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, Dino called it a year and a half ago. So everybody making a big deal now. I don't know. You gotta. You gotta listen when Dino says something. Oh yeah, listen to me. <laughs> Could have avoided all this bullshit if you listened to Dino a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Now they're gonna do that with cotton too. I got this. Uh, I'm still using the same fucking cotton I used <laughs> from when I started. I think, a matter of fact, I still got the same fucking bag that I bought because I bought a big box. Yeah. And I'm still going through that. I threw that fucking cellulose bullshit in the garbage, whatever that was. What was that crap? <laughs> it was uh, Ray, uh, Rayon. Rayon, yeah. yeah. Rayon. I bought a fuck. It, I, I remember when I bought that. I looked on the, on the computer. It looked like a little box, like about a foot tall. It came. It was a fucking crate. Yeah. Yeah. We bought a uh, box of Rayon for the store maybe a year and a half ago. I think we still have it. <laughs> yeah. Tasted like shit then, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I may even have, I bet you, if I go in my closet on the top shelf, I'll bet you I find a fucking bag of fluval. I have a box, a box of uh, fluval in my garage. Oh, you want to hear a funny story before we get, before we go? Yes. So I go, my grandson, my wife comes home with these two turtles for my grandson. Yes. Along with a tank, a 25-gallon a uh, tank. And the turtles are pretty big. So... The fucking turtle tank, this fucking thing is filthy constantly. So I'm saying something's wrong. This, it, it, the, t- the tank is too small for these turtles, so we got to go get a bigger tank. So me and my wife and my daughter get in a car, and we go downtown to the Pet Smart or the Petco, and I find a nice 75-gallon uh, uh, aquarium. Mm-hmm. So I buy that. I buy a stand with it. I, go to, I pay my bill. And I go, all right, you know, when are you guys going to deliver it? And they say to me, oh, we can't deliver it. I says, you can't deliver it. Well, how the fuck am I getting this thing home? It's fucking, it's huge. It's fucking four feet long. It's four feet high. Right. So I had a, I was able to stuff it in the back of my daughter's Jeep. And I had to fucking send them home in a cab because nobody could fit in the car with this fucking thing. <laughs> Could you imagine you walk into a fucking store to buy something of this size and they don't tell you that they're not going to deliver it until you pay for the fucking thing? Wow. Fucked up. Anyway. You should have you should have uh, sent the uh, tank home in a cab. <laughs> Actually, I tried to get Uber with with a with a with a like a minivan. Know, a minivan type yeah. thing, but I yep. couldn't get one. So, I got it in though. It's here now. Have you used yourself uber before oh yeah use it all the time yeah yeah it's fucking great it's pretty uh quick in uh, new york 
Like you know, since it's New York City, you don't have to like wait. Well, if you're in the city, yeah, I mean it's literally minutes. Right. And if you're in an area in Midtown where you're, you know, where there's a, you can't get a cab because there's so many people looking for a cab, Uber takes two seconds. I took Uber from my house to the airport. Oh, uh, really? I I punched it on my on my uh, on my phone about 15 minutes before I was ready to leave, and they were here. When I came out of the airport to come home, there was a line of people at the cab stand. Like uh, like fifty people waiting, for, you know, one at a time getting in cabs. I hit the Uber button, boom! I was out of there in two minutes. You know these uh, taxi uh, drivers can't stand Uber. Yeah, well, now the taxi drivers got a new app now that oh. uh, you can request a taxi. Let's say you're on a corner and there's no taxis, mm-hmm. and let's say there's a lot of people waiting for taxis. Uh, you could go on this app now and and hire a taxi. And let's say that taxi is like six blocks away. He'll start his meter from where he is. Mm-hmm. And that ensures you that you're going to get that cab. Now, see, that's, just, you know, I've, I've seen on TV, like these cab drivers across the country, like throwing things at Uber cars, spitting on them, standing in the way so they can't go by. They have been so irate at this fucking Uber they're holding protests. They're like lining up their cabs so they can't drive down streets. I mean, it's been nuts for the past year. This has been going on. The solution is what you just said: make an app, have yeah. your own app, so that people. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. I mean, let me tell you something about. I don't know how many cabs you've taken in New York City, but I've lived in New York my whole life. I defy you to find a clean cab, one that doesn't stink like shit, in New York City. Yeah. That's number one. Yep, that's true. Number two, every single Uber that I have taken has not only been a spotless car, and I mean spotless, but nine out of ten times, the driver has a cooler in his front seat with bottles of water. He'll offer you a bottle of water. They have a cup in there, like one of the cup holders that with candies if you want, napkins, tissues, no shit. What the fuck? Yeah. It's a nice way, and, it's the, and it don't cost no more money. Maybe a little bit more than a cab, but it's fucking worth every dime as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Yeah, but it's just, it's just been crazy. I've seen this. It's like, you know, you know, and they don't take money. There's no exchange of money when you take Uber. Right. Because it goes, you know, it gets charged directly to your card. They don't, they're not even supposed to take tips. Right. But I tip them cash. Right. When I when I get out, I give them a five, five or ten, whatever the hell it is, however long the drive was. Right. It, it's it's a great service. Yeah. It's a great service. It is. I mean, it's 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 competition for cabs. Mm-hmm. And so the cabbies fucking throwing a fit and having protests, and fucking uh, you have competition now. Step yeah. it up. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, crazy. take a shower before you pick somebody yeah. up. <laughs> going nuts how dare these and they're, they're telling you, you got to shut down uber and they're having protests and they're i mean there's uber drivers i've seen uh things on the news the, the cabbies are, are spitting on their cars as they drive by mm. it's like what are you doing you have competition now fucking step it up you don't like that you have competition now you have to have a fucking clean cab maybe start you know uh, uh it's competition Do well something. you know the differences between the uber drivers and the cab drivers most of the cab drivers, they don't own their cabs. They work for a cab company. Right. The Uber drivers own their cars. Yep. So let's say you wanted to become an Uber driver. You got a car. 
you could become an Uber driver. I guess, you know, there's a, a probably procedure you have to go through to become one, but you use your own car. Yep. So it's nice. It's a nice service. I like using it. Yes. No, it is. Great service. Fantastic service. And cabbies, step it up. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Step it up. Stop yelling and screaming and fucking with them. How dare they? Fuck you. Step it up. <clears throat> oh, I'm losing my voice. This is crazy. All right, it's 1030. We're going to wrap it up. We're wrapping this shit up. I guess I'll see you next week. Yeah, or maybe this week. I'll give you a call. Oh, yeah, give me a shout. I'm not busy all week, so yeah, I'm in between jobs right now, so I got a lot of time on my hands. All right, yeah, I'll give you a call. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in New York either tomorrow or the next day, and I'll find out when he is, and I'll let you know. All right, bud. All right, man. Talk to you Take later. Take care. Good night. All right. That is it. So remember, this is very, very important. Carterforvapors.com. I'm going to put the websites and the show notes. I want everybody, if you're on a Facebook group, a forum, uh, Instagram, Twitter, wherever the hell you are, if there's other shows that you go to and they have chats, wherever you are, let people know we have to support Dan Carter. Dick Blumenthal has to go. The worst enemy of va- he is the worst senator, anti-vaping senator in the United States. And we have a chance to take his job away. We have a chance to remove Dick Blumenthal. That's fucking huge. And Dan Carter is the answer. We need to support him. Give him five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Even if it's a a few bucks, just give him something. If enough vapors donate to his campaign, he can beat Richard Blumenthal. And what we're going to do here in Connecticut is not only we're going to have fundraisers for him, we're going to get vapors to register to vote. We're going to get him as many votes as we possibly can. We're going to work on that here in Connecticut. We're going to raise money for him, and we're going to get vapors to vote for him. But I need vapors outside of Connecticut to donate to his campaign so he has a chance. If we can remove Richard Blumenthal, if vapors vote out Richard Blumenthal and have him removed as senator, that is fucking huge. That is nationwide news. That tells every politician out there, we better not fuck with these vapors. You hear what they did? They had Richard Blumenthal removed. They voted him out. They, they fucking uh, financed his uh, opponent, and they voted for him. They, uh, Richard Blumenthal has been around for 30 years. They voted him out. We better not fuck with these vapors anymore. We better shut our fucking mouths and not fuck with them. They'll realize we're powerful, and they will lose their fucking jobs if they don't stop with their anti-vaping rhetoric. This is huge. This is one of the biggest things we need to do this. We all need to come together and do this. For God's sakes, please, I need your support out there. I'm going to make it happen. You all have to work on this and help make it happen as well. I want to thank the Plume Room, theplumeroom.com, code VPLive15 for 15% off your purchase. Uh, They sponsor VP Live. It's very important we support them because they support us. That's theplumeroom.com and smokelessimage.com. Check them out as well. Without these two wonderful businesses, there'd be no VP Live. Thank you for listening. I am out.